afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Double Barrel Gaming Presents uh, Community Spotlight. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, something that started my career many, many, many moons ago. Mrs. Boomstick has uh, been in my right ear to bring it back. She really enjoyed uh, the way that I showcased many new and upcoming community members as well as podcasts. And, um, you know, uh, I, I thought it'd be a good idea to bring it back. And here we are, folks. Uh, the uh, the community spotlight has returned and we're doing it a little bit different. Uh, what I'm going to be doing in uh, future casts, including today's, is introducing you to new and upcoming uh, podcasts that need not only more eyes and ears, but we want to introduce them to us, the community. And of course, we are here with the Grumpy Gamers podcast. Uh, these guys are hilarious to listen to. Uh, they just dropped episode 76, uh, and we'll get where you can get that listen. It was a great listen to. I listened to it this morning while I was in the car and doing some chores around the house. But let's introduce this wonderful panel so you can find out who the Grumpy Gamers are. We'll start off with first Pete. Hey, man, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm Pete. I am, I suppose, loosely the host. Um, and I say that very loosely as that breaks down within about a minute every time. <laughs> well, but listen, you've got to go it, next. It, no, no, it, it, it's great to have you here. Obviously, yes, you are the host or one of the hosts because you do you you, you find chaps do uh, the podcast weekly together. So it, it's, yeah. it's safe to uh, assume that everyone has hosting duties, especially when you take on some massive topics, which we're going to talk about today. Uh, Kirk, what's going on, brother? How you feeling? Welcome. I'm good. A little bit nervous, but, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, we're live, aren't we? So this, this is We new, are new live, man. Butterflies are live. Listen, Yeah, no, I'm, I'm Kirk. Um, I'm the newest member. I mean, I've known these guys for years now. Uh, they would get into it a bit later on, but I joined, what, about six, seven months ago now? I think yeah, it I think it is. Um, as a full-time a full-time uh, position on it I'd had a few features um, and yeah here I am why they kept me I don't know but you know <laughs> because well, of your graphic design Kirk that's okay why. oh yes yeah, so maybe because of that it makes sense yeah, uh, yeah. listen you, you got to be useful and they're going to use you for your talents for sure that's what that's uh -huh. what we, uh, that's what you're supposed to do <laughs> yeah listen it's perfectly fine because it's funny I was talking with Colt Eastwood who I was on his show and he was on my show on Monday and the entire day and I, I'm closing on a thousand pieces of content I think I should hit that by year's end uh, and by by mid-year I, I will have crossed three million views which is again it's bonkers for that a is, small channel awesome. like this. I actually told Colt, I'm like, Colt, I actually have butterflies. And I, you know, it's like up until the show we got into it, butterfly is gone. But listen, we're all we're all mates here, and you're just gonna come and hang out and we're gonna talk gaming. So it's super easy. But Kirk, welcome yeah. to the program. Ben, what's going on, brother? I see that bald head of yours, best one yeah, in the we, business. How we, the heck we, are we, you? We, similar hairstyles, and uh, I salute you, man. I salute you. Yeah, I got but a yeah. little piece. I got a mohawk going on. It's it's it's, yes, it's my oh, oh yeah, no, I see, I see that. No, I, I've I've just gone full. I go full bick, man. That's done. <laughs> I don't have to think. We but, like to uh, think he makes up for it with the beard. Yeah, no, I have yes. to. I have to. I'm trying to go. I'm trying to go real long with it. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how that ends up. Uh, yeah, you know, eventually you're going to challenge the wandering Dutch. He has yeah, one of the yeah, best, I've uh, seen uh, yeah. Bulgarian yeah. beards in the yeah. business. Yeah. Try to say yeah, that three times quick. <laughs> 
Yeah, so I, I'm I'm Ben, and uh, yeah, Pete's Pete's the host on the show generally, but I'm the guy who does the admin in the background, most of it anyway. Well, Kirk does all the marketing stuff and the and the graphic design and stuff, but I I like to think that I'm the guy that bugs everyone. We all see that as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm the, I'm the guy that just like constantly whipping <laughs> and saying it's get also, on with it. It's worth noting that the podcast literally wouldn't happen without Ben, as he does all our editing puts yeah. it all together and obviously corrects the things that we can't correct live so that's going to be really interesting on this show. that's that's an interesting <laughs> take tonight <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. listen again this is uh it's all about games uh you guys mm. seem to be a very tight-knit uh group especially when you listen to it you can tell you bounce off of each other which is very very interesting and uh, it, it it's admirable for sure so uh I, I, again i think people are really going to dig what you guys are putting down uh, but certainly last and no way least, Eddie, welcome to the program, my friend. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. How you feeling? I am doing AO fine. Yeah, man. We're just uh, yeah. ready to break down some of these topics. And obviously, uh, we, I had sent, you know, what we were going to talk about. And then on like like I've done on many podcasts before, you have to call an audible because things become more relevant as uh, as the days. And that's the one thing I've said about this generation that's pretty interesting is how much news there is to talk now normally we get lulls right you start the new year everyone's coming back off their off their holiday breaks and it's a little no microsoft just tells you they're buying activision blizzard to start off 2022 <laughs> it's just it's it's madness but uh huge uh listen it's great to have you guys here uh let me just catch up with some of the super chats that have come in early and i'm probably going to be often because we have a very generous audience uh drawn tj drops the first one of the day and obviously he's a very generous friend of the program he drops an outstanding five dollar super chat and says afternoon guys and outbreak podcast a good friend of mine De uh, web dave drops a two dollar super chat and says welcome to boomstick land when does your show air well, you tell people about that. Let, 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 let's find out about the Grumpy Gamers podcast. You know, we know these are the four people that are a part of the show each and every week. What could people look forward to, Pete, when they want to check out your show? Where could they find it? Of course. Well, I mean, you're you're not asking the right guy. Ben is the master of this stuff. But we uh, we release on we release on Wednesday every time every week, um, and it's I mean available on pretty much every platform as far as I'm yep. aware. Is that right, Ben? Yeah. So yeah. Spotify, Apple, Google, anywhere you get your podcast, you can you can get us on a Wednesday. Um, we also YouTube put on our YouTube channel. Yeah. 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 We're now we're now on YouTube. We're nice we're fled Excellent. fledgling fledgling YouTube uh, <laughs> channel, but. Uh, we do put our podcast on there every week. That's Grumpy Gamers Podcast. That's the channel name. Um, and, and you can get us on Twitter as well. So, and Kirk posts relentlessly on Twitter. I mean, <laughs> oh, nonsense. Nonsense. Most, mostly Someone's nonsense. Got but, you know, you know I, I got to tell you, uh, having people to do the, monda the mundane things like the advertising and, and getting to where people, it is a lot of work. And I, and oh, I say man. that to say that I do it solely. So to have you guys wow. working together, to for the betterment of the show is is fantastic so Wait, i i used on, to do on. it no i know no. i used to do it and that. i was like a robot i was like a robot when i used to do it and now now it's just like handed over to kirk and just get on with it and i, I look at some of the stuff he posts and i'm like oh my god that is nonsense but you know it's good. <laughs> well, whatever the funny, the funny bit is it doesn't seem to be that other people react that way no this is great yeah. You know, yeah. you know, I I think it's very similar to uh, like, for instance, I hate my own voice. Like, I, I think I have a terrible oh, yeah. voice, but some people are like, oh, my God, you sound like the guy from uh, Cake Master or whatever 
it is. And I'm like, okay, if that's if that's what you equate it to, I what am I gonna say? What am I gonna argue? A cake boss, that's what it is. Um, and uh, Emerald, I've been accused of being Emerald. Listen, I wish I had Emerald's money. I'm gonna be honest with you because I'd be saying bam almost every show. Um, but listen, folks, um, obviously, when we get to the outros at the end of the show, the show's gonna run 90 minutes. Uh, we're gonna get an individual uh conversation on where you can find the show. Uh, how often the show drops, what reviews that they do on certain games. I know they just posted one most recently. So we'll get all of that information. But I do want to open up with some a little bit of controversy. And this comes, this comes the way of um, a situation that I've seen making the rounds on social media. Now, this is not one of the major topics. But of course, because I like doing public service announcements to make sure that uh, the community is uh, well aware of what is going on. Uh, apparently, there has been a bit of a hubbub, if you will, regarding uh, Xbox Live uh, changing uh, their price scheme. Somehow or another, uh, a, a story that made or wreaked its ugly head, if you will, uh, last year. As a matter of fact, uh, the, the story was originally broken on January 21st, 2022. And this is where Microsoft had removed the ability to pay for Xbox Live um, via the cards. They had removed it from retail, uh, and everyone uh, got up in arms because at that point, Xbox Live Gold would have increased to $120, which is preposterous at best. Um, If if you're you're a part of the unaware, the the ability to purchase a year uh, of Xbox Live Gold on the Microsoft Store was removed in 2020. Now, was quietly it was removed. So obviously, we had this the situation happen where they wanted to up the ante with Xbox Live Gold, make it t- only available at ten dollars per month for one hundred and twenty a year. And as podcasters, as gamers, as a community, we all yelled from the rooftops, "Hey, Microsoft, this is wrong!" And at eight fifty-two p.m. On the uh, on the 22nd of January of last year, it was updated that no changes to Xbox Live Gold pricing free to play games will be unlocked update. That's that's what it was. Free to play games were made free to play. You didn't need Xbox Live Gold. But more importantly, you didn't need to pay one hundred and twenty dollars for Xbox Live. Now, just so we can bring everybody in the circle, how how did this hubbub started now obviously i saw i have a lot of friends on the interwebs and one of which is a friend of this show and a fantastic community member slow-mo backslap he actually had posted uh and he said this so less than a week after playstation reveals their revamp for a revamp for playstation plus xbox quietly removes the annual 60 dollars price for xbox live gold interesting And he continues and says, did they think no one would notice if they didn't announce it? Or is this some kind of error? Either way, we need answers. And friend of this program, uh, Randall Thor 19, obviously the man with a million, actually responded. He said, if I remember correctly, Xbox removed the 12-month option uh, uh, from their store back in 2020. And in 2021, they tried raising the prices while also removing that 12-month card from retail. 
making Xbox Live Gold effectively $120 per year. People complained that Xbox reversed its course. Did something change? So you're asking, boom, why are you bringing this up? Because I have about uh, about a dozen DMs from people saying, hey, boom, what's going on? Xbox Live, $120 a year. And that is not, in fact, the case because, uh, like it was explained by Randall Thor, the $60 option for 12 months of Xbox Live Gold has been removed since 2020. This is not new news. It's just they didn't advertise it. Now, just to make sure that I didn't sound like a boob, I went to Best Buy online. I went to GameStop. I went to Walmart. I went to Target. And right now, still to this day, if I wanted to buy Xbox Live Gold for uh, $60, I can. The cards are available at retail. This was not the case back in January of 2021. Those cards were going to be removed, and uh, and the $120 uh, a year price point would have come into full effect where they would be charging you either one month or three months. Uh, and at three months, cards are $25, which would mean that it would be $100. And obviously, the, 10 month, uh, the, the $10 one would be per month. That would be $120. So just to clear up any confusion, Xbox Live Gold is still $60. That has not changed. Um, so I just, I, I just wanted to kind of bring that up. It's not a major topic of, of, of today's conversation. I just wanted to bring it up because, like I said, I am getting DMs. I happen to um, get, uh, you know, obviously we're doing a show, right? So because, again, I, I pulled up another one that says, so MS is sneaking the fact that they removed yearly opinions from Xbox Live Gold. And this is the kind of messages that I saw and the kind of messages I was receiving. So with that said, I wanted to kind of just bring everybody up to speed. That is not what is going on. Right now, you can still get your Xbox Live Gold um, and pay your 60 bucks. But I do want to ask the, my, the, the, the fine chaps of, of, of the Grumpy Gamer podcast a simple question. And, uh, and I'll start first with, uh, with Pete. Pete, I think that we're at a point that Xbox Live Gold by itself needs to go away. I, I think that is a, that is a, a fact. I, I think it's more than a fact than it is an opinion. Um, at this point, uh, either Xbox Live Gold uh, sh uh, should move away altogether and just they should just rope everybody into Xbox Game Pass and make Game Pass the, the, you know, the $10 Game Pass, uh, the, uh, the, the, the quote-unquote standard package because you're going to get all the games. Now, yes, it would increase it to $120. Well, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, because some people actually still play, I mean, pay the 60 bucks just to play online. Maybe this is an opportunity, Pete, for Microsoft to kind of put the the uh, uh, the feet of Sony to the fire and say, hey, listen, you come over to the Team Green, um, you can play online for free. Honestly, I... For one thing, I got slightly distracted there because the, guy, the car on screen is driving very much like I do in real life, just crashing through fields. <laughs> this is, this is, this is me at the worst. This car while. handles horrendous, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, it did just remind me of me in a golf buggy a few years ago. Um, but no, I think you're completely right, to be honest. It's one of those where the more you put into Game Pass, the more successful it's going to be. And it's doing so well already that I don't know about the other guys, but I never even think about Xbox Gold. Like, like It just doesn't come across to me at all anymore. And even when you messaged us about it earlier, I then had to do a desperate check that this wasn't a transatlantic difference because it's still <laughs> showing on Argos and a few other places over here. Um, 
but yeah, I just I can't see what it offers as a standalone. That yeah, first of all, the games that they offer are just abysmal at best. Mm. They're terrible, terrible. aren't they? Yeah. The games aren't the games aren't worth it. And when when you're actually then just talking about playing online and the cost that they're charging as is you need to consolidate that into game pass because one it helps microsoft microsoft want to face people that way anyway yeah and i think mm. people who are buying xbox um gold uh, xbox live i think a lot of them maybe just again this game pass not not making its way over to every in everyone's mind like it hasn't the advertising is all in the gaming community but those just outside of that those casuals just outside that's that's where they need to hit and and that's where they need to consolidate and and a lot of people are buying xbox Live gold probably don't realize that xbox game pass is only just a little bit more expensive yeah absolutely i mean that, that's yeah. a that's a fact that you know what i'm glad you bring that up uh ben because that that's a fantastic point one of the things, I mean, Microsoft, and we're going to get into it because we're going to be grading what they've done in this generation at the back end of the show. One of the things that, that we've seen uh, that has worked to the betterment of their social media presence is whoever's running social media is doing an amazing job, right? We've seen them. They're constantly in the news in one way or another, in a good way, not, not in a, hey, we hate Microsoft kind of a way. Though one of the areas that I think need uh, significant attention to is whoever is running the, uh, the, the awareness factor for Xbox Game Pass because the normies, right, the yeah. casual market, which is the dominant aspect of, of e either of the platforms. The, the right. reason why Sony yeah. sold 115 million um, PS4s wasn't for us. We didn't do that. That is the normies. That is the that is the casual. The, the casual audience. Eighty five percent of that uh, those those consoles sold came from people who buy two games a year. Yeah. So the those same people, those same gamers, are exactly what Ben is saying. They're they are the people that if they really took the time to research it a bit or kind of be led to hey flash this on the screen for them. You can get Xbox Live Gold, but you can also get 400 plus titles for a few pounds or a few dollars more. Ben, please, by all means, continue your point because it's excellent. Yeah, no, I, th I think you're exactly right. I We've mentioned it a, a lot on our show about the advertising and what Microsoft are doing. And I don't know the answer, but what we're seeing is that, you know, you don't get a lot of TV. You don't get it in between football games. You don't get Xbox Game Pass needs to be more recognizable to people who don't Maybe they have an Xbox. A lot of families have an Xbox. Like my my brother or something like that could have an Xbox, but he wouldn't be aware of Xbox Game Pass, and and it's not thrown in their face enough. It's not. Yeah, and it, how do you tap into the casual gamer, basically, isn't it? Yeah, and well, and I'm sure they have great minds at Microsoft that advertising minds that can do this. I just don't understand why they're not. Because in the year in in the last couple of years, where Xbox Game Pass has been going from strength to strength, hmm. that hasn't. I'm not seeing it everywhere. I'm not seeing it on bus shelters. I'm not seeing it like, I don't know. It's, it's the one thing that Sony has done in the past. Remember when God of War was coming out? They had the basketball court. The court itself was an was a, was a, an advertisement for God of War. They played right. the, the actual trailer on the floor of the stadium. And yeah, I agree. I, I, I absolutely agree with that. Kirk, let, let's bring you in on the conversation here, and then we'll bring Eddie in. What, 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 I mean, do you agree that there may be some sort of a disconnect 
with trying to bring in the normies? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, in fact, it's just going going back to what we've spoken about on our show. Eddie brought up a brilliant point. Um, I can't remember if it's this uh, the week just gone or the week before about when he was in. Uh, was it a Smiths Eddie that you were in? Game when I was buying Xbox. Game yeah. in game, and somebody in front of him was in the queue buying a Series S, and the the guy behind the the counter was saying, "Oh, you, for for three months for free, you can have Game Pass, and it gives you all of this." And the guy was there with his kid, and the, the guy was basically saying, "No, nah, I'm all right, thanks. Don't don't want it." It's like yeah. you can you can have that for free for three right. months, and there's no obligation to stay with it. And you're like, "No," because he didn't understand what it was. And that's yeah, actually what... that, that, I actually heard you mention that story on episode 76, which you guys dropped it today. Was... And I was like, you know, yeah. something. Yeah. I used to work for GameStop, which is uh, the equivalent of game in the UK. I said GameStop. Yeah. I never worked for GameStop. I worked for Funko Land. 150 years ago uh and uh, we used to get that we'd have people come in and parents that just were not aware of it and even though we were offering hey you can get this cartridge because they had cartridges back then again i'm showing my age um you can get this for an extra ten thousand i don't want anything extra but the game is Mm. normally 50 no i don't want it so i see your point how like how do they get across that barrier? That like that's that's I think they've really tapped into the to the gamers that are in the circle, like we are, and the, yeah. the whole Twitter sphere and and all that kind of stuff. Like I, I said, for all intents and purposes, you're, you're hardcore gamer. You you can yeah. say we all know about it, but your casuals, your mums, your dads, your aunties, your uncles, they don't have a clue. And it's how do they how do they do that? So. No, very interesting. Eddie, let's bring you in on the conversation because the point that they're talking, they're referring to uh, that you, the story that you uh, you broke down mm. is brilliant. There's no doubt about it. And I hate to say this, unfortunately, you would think that in an era where streaming services have become the norm, everyone subscribes to et- and Netflix and Hulu and now uh, Paramount Plus and this service and that service, you would think that there would be a way for the gaming aspect of the services to break through because, you know, in, in, in my era of gaming, it still was considered a kid's toy where it's no longer considered that, right? It's not a toy for kids. You know, you'd have people coming in and everything would be a Nintendo. Do you have this for the Nintendo? Now, actually, that's, that's for the Sega Genesis. But, yes, actually, we do have said cartridge. Here you go. Uh, you, you've here. You, 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 how many times have your mom said, "Stop playing that Nintendo and do your schoolwork"? Because everything is right, right. I'm, you, you're laughing because you're old like me, so you understand yep. that you've heard this. Mom, it's not a Nintendo; it's a PlayStation. Get with the times, right? Um, what, what, what are your thoughts on this, Eddie? Yeah, I, I mean, I think we're doing um, Microsoft a big disservice because we we talked it nine months ago um, where we were saying how we thought Game Pass wasn't being marketed at all. And now I think we're all in agreement that that uh, Game Pass has been is doing brilliantly. Like yes. I see it, I see adverts all the time. Um, see it in the cinema. I, I mentioned the other week. I saw it in the cinema. I see it in between programs. Um, and I remember nine months ago, me and Ben were talking about how how obscure it is and how how mind blogging that is because we even back then were saying about how amazing Game Pass is and mm. how how great for its bang for buck it is. So I, I still think, uh, don't get me wrong, they're, they're now trying, I think they will try and push on the, the what do you call them? The normies market. Yeah. The normies. 
<laughs> which is which is great, and I'm gonna steal that from now on. And say that I created it. I've now ruined you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think I think it's something they need to push on with, um, especially like I, I hear it all the time uh, from my normie friends that aren't gamers um, that they don't really even know what Game Pass is. Yeah, um, and it's one of those that. I, I feel like a bit of a strange person having to explain this amazing service that should be in everyone's minds, but um, it's not mm. as the case. Well, you With know this... what I, I, I think is going to be the breakthrough, right? Mm. Uh, the one thing that we can all agree on here on today's panel is that everyone has a TV, or at least most. Very, very high 90 percentile of the conversation of the people have A1 TV. Uh, now, maybe they don't have uh, you know, a C1 Right. Maybe they don't have the top, uh, you know, TV that that's that's giving you 120 frames, but they're going to have a TV. And at some point now, we've known that Microsoft could, in fact, be positioning their their themselves to release uh, like a hundred dollar streaming stick that comes with, uh, with with a controller. This has been talked about on Windows Central, on the Xbox Two podcast. We've heard dealer gaming talk about it with Tim Dog. Uh, I've talked about it on the Xbox Factor podcast. So it, there is, a, there is a, again, this is just a, an opinion. It, there is a possibility that if this additional hardware is released, and we're hearing that that could happen this year, and you can stick a streaming stick into your TV, and there you go, you're playing Xbox. Uh, I think that what you're going to see is because, and again, this is a speculation, a speculative kind of a comment, if I'm Microsoft, I'm dropping a three-month card in every one of those $99 packages because what you're going to essentially do is make people fans of Xbox. I get mm. all these games like I do on Netflix. They have all these stuff and all these new games. This is this is insane. And you're going to bring people because you, if you're walking in the store, whether that be game or whether that be uh, uh, GameStop or Target or Walmart, and you see something that has that's nice, that's that's a pretty package and says ninety nine bucks, and it comes with a controller, you're going to be like that. That's that's an impulse buy right there. And impulse oh, yeah. buys potentially, if you give people a ninety day um, a card, you make them uh, become Xbox fans. So I think we could see a transition into more of the casual market coming to xbox if they were to do that but of course that is a big if we don't know uh, again we have it on good authority that they are working on something that's a streaming stick and i think that uh for 99 bucks with a controller and you add your three months of game pass that would be one of those things that uh if you drop let's say during the holidays microsoft and i think even the mpd a group would consider that to be a console sale because you're having the ability yeah, to mm. it's hardware. Okay. It's a stick, but it's mm. hardware. And man, talk about really running the gambit. Um, obviously we're going to talk about the MPDs from the UK. As a matter of fact, with Microsoft really doing what Sony did to them back last generation. And uh, they, they have an opportunity to really take a market lead uh, and run away with it because, like I said, uh, everyone, including myself, and I believe you guys as well, looked at that Sony, uh, that so that new Sony PlayStation Plus, and just yawned because that's that's really what it is. As, an, I, I, as much as I give Jim Ryan credit for being a marketing master, I mean, if if you remember last uh, generation, he was the focal point as to why in the UK, in the EU, 
Sony just curb stomped uh, Xbox. It was almost six to one, maybe even yeah. some places eight to one. And that's because Jim Ryan's a really good businessman. Not so much when he comes to telling the truth, but we're not going to get into that because dancing <laughs> Jim Ryan, well, we know what he's up to. Let me catch up with the Super Chats, gentlemen. We're going to move to one of the big topics of the night. Uh, and the first one comes to us once again from Drawn TJ. He drops, wow, man, a $20 super chat and says, I say get rid of it altogether and just roll it into Game Pass Ultimate for no charge. People will jump to Ultimate and then get rid of the $10 Game Pass and add the family play tier for $5 a person up to five. I think that's brilliant. I think that yeah. is a, a smart move. And obviously, we did hear from Jez Corden. Uh, who the, who has confirmed that yes they ha- are moving forward with the family plan? I think that's fantastic. I know you guys were literally just talking about it on episode yeah. seventy six, and yeah. again we'll get where you guys can check out that uh, that podcast towards the end of the show. And we have cr uh, cr wimpy drops a very generous ten dollars super chat and says if this was anime boom would would be at. Uh, Again, he meant to say Best Buy, meaning he's the most wholesome and lovable character in the business. <laughs> well, <laughs> I appreciate that, brother. Thank you so much. That's an awesome comment. And he drops, wow, an additional $10 super chat and says, have you all heard about the Crystal D is making the new Tomb Raider while they're working on Perfect Dark? Just got here. Yes. As a matter of fact, uh, I have some theories as to that becoming an Xbox exclusive, I'm going to tell you why I think that's going to happen. But we're not talking about that today. Breakfast with Boom, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we'll be talking about that. I'm, I'm literally writing the show as before I went to this live show and sneaking in some Elden Ring because, man, why not? <laughs> um, but listen, I, I do want to get to the second topic. And this one is pretty interesting. Uh, This comes the way of uh, our good friends over at the VGC charts with a Z where they are reporting that uh, Xbox uh, is the best selling console in the UK in March where they beat out the switch and Sony's PlayStation five came in third place, which is uh, not something that Sony is used to. Now the article was written by William D'Angelo, and again, that's VG, uh, VGcharts.com, uh, and he posted it yesterday. Uh, and according to the head of GameIndustry.biz, uh, during a Twitter announcement, uh, he announced that the PlayStation uh, came in third, the, X, uh, the Nintendo Switch were second, but number one was the Xbox, and this is what he, uh, Christopher Dring had to say on Twitter. He says, March looks like it's been another tough month for console star- stock in the UK, particularly on the PlayStation 5 side. Although it's better than February, Xbox Series S and X is the best-selling console in March, pr- primarily due to the arrival of more X consoles. Now, listen, guys, this is something that we've been going and seeing happening and it's being spoken about in the last couple of days. Apparently, and we got this from Miles Dompierre, who's talked about this as well, of Windows Central, that Xbox seemed to be putting out a lot of Series X. Now, the S has been readily available. I, I mean, I could mm. literally go to my GameStop. Yeah. They have six of them yeah. right now. And those are flying off the shelves where PlayStation is still struggling to get uh, to get those consoles uh, made. And a lot of what the you know, again, this is just speculation. Some people are are saying that it's the high 
the high yield that continues to be a, a plague to their, you know, they make the console, they try it, the heat, the yield heat breaks it and has to go off and has to be remade. And again, I, I can't say that for sure. I'm not on the assembly line. We're only going based on what we're talking about. But Pete, listen, the UK has mm-hmm. been a tough market for the Xbox and Microsoft. Now, this was not the case during the 360 era. The 360 era reigned supreme in the EU, specifically in the UK. And Jim Ryan comes in, PlayStation 4 tells you how to share games and all this other stuff. And they they literally win the war in one, I don't know, three-minute commercial. Yep. And um, now we're, we're starting to see a change of the guard in the EU. And look... I mean, I know people are going to be like, well, boom, it's it's not fair because the PlayStation didn't have enough consoles. Not my problem. That's Sony's problem. And they're losing <laughs> because of that problem. What are your thoughts on this this mild victory for Xbox? Well, so, I mean, the first thing I should point out, it was, it was reported last month that they were ahead in February as well. And yes. in fact, that they were ahead in the EU uh, more generally yep. in February as well. And I mean, obviously, this is all caught up in the context that hardware sales are, what, 30% down year on year, I think, so far, Mm. something like that. So clearly, a lot of this is a supply issue. Um, And Xbox are just doing a much better job at getting supply there. And that has been very clear with the S, but it's even becoming clear with the X as well, Um, which is giving them a massive advantage, a huge advantage. So... Yeah, I think Phil Phil Spencer in January, I think, mentioned he did an interview with I think it's New York Times, and he said that the focus for them was ensuring chips. Now, I think what I take from that is that Microsoft are winning the chip war. There, you know, that there are two competing companies here who are going after these chips, and Microsoft are um, possibly possibly pulling weight a bit. Now, obviously, helps that they've got two SKUs that are technically different. And obviously that helps because the S is readily available. And I would, I know uh, in Xbox coming number one, that's going to be influenced by the X being available. But I'd, I'd be interested to see what proportion of the sales were made up of S and X of of the Xbox sales because you know they are they're doing good things because of the lack of uh, the lesser resources that are needed to bring I mean, out an S. A very that's good also, point. Also, not forget that the. Um, Obviously, the PS5, the two SKUs are identical minus a disk drive, aren't they? Exactly. So yeah, exactly. That, that obviously plays a big part in this. The uh, the Series S, um, it was reported, I think it was Xbox system architect Andrew uh, Goosen. I think that's how you pronounce his surname. He spoke to Eurogamer a few a few weeks ago and said that it's actually more cost-effective and easier to produce the, the, the production for the Series S than it was the Xbox One X. Indeed. As a matter of fact, to add to your point, Kirk, uh, and, and if you didn't know this, they, and I say they, Microsoft is able to produce two Series S consoles versus the one Series X console. So yeah. it makes sense that they double down on getting the smaller because look, this is going to be a this is going to be a console generation that we haven't seen happen in a long time. Actually, as a matter of fact, I would dare say we haven't seen this since the uh Genesis versus the Super Nintendo days, where there were multiple console uh, multiple consoles per home because you wanted to play Sonic, but you loved Mount Mario. And yeah. I think that's what you're going to see here. Listen, there are, there are, there are many Sony fans 
that left during the dark days of the Xbox One. You know, 2013 was a freaking terrible year, and 2014 was worse because the media turned on Microsoft. And, and, and you know something? You, you, they painted themselves into a corner. Donnie D, not, a, not, not, not the most wise guy out there banging drums. Um, and we also heard many of the internal um uh management uh like you know were were wanted they want they wanted to get xbox to f out of there and uh it was thanks to phil dominus maximus aurelius spencer <laughs> i.e I, I, I king david uh that went to satya nadal and said hey listen i have a dream this is what i want to put down this is what i think and obviously phil saved xbox yeah. um let's uh, eddie let's bring you in on the conversation there brother this this is uh, I, I, I would dare say it again, changing of the guard and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, competition is great. We, we love it because when one fighter gets knocked down, we cheer, but when, when the other fighter that got gets knocked down, gets up and gets his own nice shot in there, we cheer just as well. I think this is good for business. I think it, it makes, makes these companies hungry to stay in the news properly what are your thoughts on xbox outpacing even the switch who has for months upon months just dominated the mpd charts yeah i mean you know, i'm an xbox fanboy so i think we all know what i think of this i was cheering massively i mean listen it's okay it's it's my console <laughs> choice that's that's perfect. well there you go hey i used to be a playstation uh boy but uh i moved over on the in the x1 xbox one uh, era but um yeah, I, I'm obviously absolutely loving it. Look, I, I think I, I think it's been pretty obvious for a few years now that, that they're almost going in different directions of strategy at the moment. Yeah. That's my personal opinion. Um, like PlayStation going down the... I mean, they always have provided, you know, produced wonderful games and a lot of quality, but Xbox going down this Game Pass route that came out of the woodwork, you know, a few years back. So... I don't know. Um, I am loving it, but at the same time, if if it goes too far one way, I think Pete always goes on about how he hates a monopoly. Um, so, uh... and I don't just mean the board game, although that is included. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, look, Xbox, but hey, I, I like the competition. I like I like the back and forth. Well, you know, it's it's interesting. Um, one of the things that has surprised me, uh, and I've talked about this on my show, I, I give Sony an incredible amount of kudos for the way that they have marketed their brand. I yeah. mean, th th they were the masters of marketing. And, and, and I mean, even on their low down months, PlayStation was always trending because, you know, their first party uh, games, their, their first party studios are the best in the business. Let's, let's, yeah. let's not get yeah. that twisted. <laughs> uh, Microsoft is it, it, it will deliver that. They, and they did last year, obviously, uh, they were publisher of the year uh, for a good reason, because a lot of their games were very, very high quality first party. This is what we've been asking for. This is what we've been uh, wanting from uh, from uh, Microsoft. And, and they delivered it. They delivered it in spades. Um, though, I mean, what, what, are, what are your thoughts on, uh, and I'll go right back to Pete on this. What are your thoughts on this win for Xbox? Should they celebrate this? I mean, a little bit too soon for too much celebration, I'd say. Um, but I think it actually ties into the points we started on with uh, Game Pass and the normies. And I think I'd also, Ben, be interested to see their sales numbers of the S against the X. Because I think yes. yeah. not only can they produce two for everyone, they're a much, much more acceptable price point for general people. Yeah. 
Three hundred bucks for a new console, especially when you say yeah. the word next gen. Uh, it's, 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 and I don't know about, I, I, I'm, and I'll ask you because I'm obviously not in the UK, but here in America right now, the S is two seventy nine ninety nine, and it has been, it, it, they, they quietly dropped 20 bucks off the console. Now I know it's, oh my God, boom, it's only $20, but when you say 300 and you say two seventy nine ninety nine, that the light bulb goes off a little bit the, Hey, let's yeah. spend it. Let, let, let's spend that you can That's find it. deals in the UK. Uh, Eddie, what was yeah. the deal that you got on yours? Yeah, Since I then. got... Uh, what was it? It was only a couple of months after release. And it was one of those that I really wanted a PlayStation, if I'm being totally honest. Because I saw the, the haptic feedback controller and yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to get one of these. Yeah. Um, but I think it was like £450. And then I saw this deal that was uh, trade in your old Xbox, get a Series S for £100. And Whoa. when I traded in the games, yeah. um, it came to, I think, £25. Which Holy is like dude, $40. Amazing. amazing. You know what? You run out of the store and you <laughs> yeah. cover your face just so the camera doesn't see who you are. I think I told Eddie about that deal. I told Eddie yeah. about that deal. I was like, yeah. you have to go in and get an You didn't now. tell me it didn't have a CD drive on it, though. So I'm very upset about that. <laughs> yeah. But this is the thing. I think mine was around 200 pounds yeah. and i think that was only on a minor sale i think you can regularly find it around 220 here yes which it's a really that's an easy price point that is an, an impulse buy 100%. almost you know yeah. that's something that i mean if your car gets any damage it's probably more expensive than that so there are going to yeah. be moments where you can go yep i can just do that that's fine and i think that's such a huge advantage for them and then when you add in game pass even if they're not marketing it as well as they could be yet it's such a good offering for people who just want to pick up and play and think about it. You could have that set up in two hours. You could have a couple yeah, of games less, downloaded. You could be playing. Yeah. Less so if you've not, got good yeah. internet. The fact that an S and a, and a Switch OLED are like comparable in price. It's, uh, oh, I so mean, it's next gen gaming. Yeah. It's, it's pretty incredible. It's a stark difference, Ben, when you look at, listen, I love my Switch. I play the Switch every day. I same, just got Kirby. It, it's, it's, if you like Mario Odyssey, you owe it to yourself to play it. It's amazing. But let's, let's call a spade a spade here. You go out and you buy the OLED and you're like, this is great. It's handheld. I take it. I put it back in. I'm playing but you're also playing at 720p. Now, I don't have a problem with that because remember, folks, I'm old. I'm the dinosaur in the room. I played games when they were sticks and dots. So for me, this is, I, I feel extremely privileged because I have witnessed the birth of video games, the death of video games in 82, the re revamp in 85 with the Nintendo uh, uh, Entertainment System or the NES. And now I sit back and I play games like what you see in front of me, Forza Horizon. I'm like, Man, this is crazy. This I can't believe no what way. I'm doing. But Ben, you know, going back to what you were saying about ver one versus the other, you spend 249 bucks and you drop, uh, you know, they had deals. Game Pass, 90 days, a dollar, or you know, uh, you know, uh, fifteen dollars for three months. And you go and you say, I got my new Xbox. I I, I had an Xbox back in the days. I haven't been here in years. And you go to Game Pass, and you're like, this is like freaking Netflix on a digital uh, console. I, it's 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 incredible and what i want to do is i want to back end this and i don't have it in the show notes because it just dawned on me when we were live guys we're talking about the potential this holiday of xbox 
being 250 bucks for the S. I think that's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. I think that you would it would be madness if you didn't because you're going to dominate. But just imagine this for a second. Once the deal is done for Activision and Call of Duty is first party mm-hmm. and it's in Game Pass day and date, I think Sony is in trouble. I'm going to be honest with you. And I, I really want you to gnaw on this bone for a hot second. And, and, and Pete, I'll go to you first. Uh, when that happens, and I really think, I know there's been a lot of talk about, oh, you know, the FTC is, you know, these we have these knucklehead senators. Just so, I'm so embarrassed for them, asking them, hey, workers, for the workers, listen, you guys are government, man. Do the research. The FTC doesn't care about workers. They want to make sure that we... The consumer aren't getting bent over a barrel. Don't write letters like that and attach your name to this because you're you're embarrassing yourself. But let's just for for shits and giggles say that the deal does go through, and I think it, it is going to go through. It may take a little bit longer, but I think it's going to go through. Yeah, Could you imagine if Microsoft slaps Call of Duty on this box and puts <laughs> it up there on your WalMarts for two hundred and fifty bucks? Yeah, I mean, first off, I'd like to point out that I even I knew the FTC wasn't involved in that side of it, and I'm from and we're not government, yeah. So yeah, so but moving on from that, yeah, I think it is going to be a really dangerous situation for Sony to have to deal with. Um, We, I mean, we should reveal at this point that our informal nickname for ourselves is Grumpy Game Pass because we talk about it so positively so often. (laughs) It's probably actually we should take Grumpy off because it's the one thing we're not grumpy about. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, our our colors are firmly nailed to the wall with that one. But you can see the problems down the line for them. And when we see the offering they've brought out for the new PS Plus and everything else, none of it is really going to compete as well as they'd like it to. So the stronger the offering from Xbox gets, and for people like me, I mean, Bethesda was huge, obviously. That is absolutely massive. Activision Blizzard is massive. It just makes them stronger and stronger in this position. And it's the fact that they seem to have taken a tangent that Sony just didn't think of, which is instead of focusing on hardware, it's all about that online offering. It's all about the subscription. That seems to be what they want to lead with. And I think it's... Really powerful for them. Well, the, the, I think the we can all go on, Eddie. Sorry, I, I, I was going to say I think we can all agree that um, people buy consoles for Call of Duty games. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, hundred percent. Yeah. So uh, it's one of those that uh, it's. Just, I've always said if you get COD and if you get FIFA, then you've got probably half of the gaming industry all interested in buying that. So to to, to put a cheap console on the shelves with Call of Duty, I think you're going to have all the normies. All the COD fans all buying that console just for that one game, and and that tying tying your stick as well. The the rumored stick, you know, you've covered all bases basically, yeah. and yeah. you know you, you've got the top end of your Series X all the way down to the bottom end of shoving a stick into a TV, and you've got yep. all this all this entertainment right in front of you. Well, can, can you, you imagine, know, Kirk? I, I want you to elaborate on this because what this seems like to me, and maybe I'm being facetious here, it seems like Microsoft has circled the wagons, so to speak, and they are covering everybody in their in their inner circle. You know, you're going to have the hardcore. We're the hardcore. We're here on a podcast on a Wednesday afternoon for a few Wednesday evening because you're you know we're close we're close <laughs> to uh, uh, six or seven o'clock by you, but. You're going to have your hardcore with your Series X. You're going to have your middle of the tier, right? Your middle of the tier sitting with your Series S. And then, of course, 
they're going to bring in the casual audience with, hey, this $100 stick gets you these games. If they were to do a mass packaging change where Call of Duty whatever mm-hmm. is on there, and that's day and date in uh, in Game Pass, I, I got to be honest with you, uh, uh, Kirk. I, I think Sony is in a pickle, to be honest. I mean, I think the I, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but if I remember rightly, I fit, wasn't it something like a 60-40 split in players that were playing Call of Duty on PlayStation versus yes. Xbox? It was, they, they, like, it was, they, they, they outboxed uh, the Xbox, yeah, so to speak. There were more players on the PlayStation playing that game. So you take away that franchise, that one single franchise, well, all those people love COD. They buy it every single year. They don't care if it's 60, 70 pounds. They're just going to buy it because that's right. what they that's what they that's what they're used to. It's now over on the Xbox. Oh, I can't get it on the uh, on the PlayStation anymore. What do I do? Oh, okay. There's this there's this box here for 200, 250 pounds. There's a stick here for 100 pounds. It's a no-brainer. So, and then that is in there. And like, what, what's Sony going to do? I mean, I, don't get me wrong. Sony have got a fantastic, fantastic offering on for a lot of people out there. And I will not slam their first-party offerings either because it's fantastic. But indeed, yeah. This is one of those tipping points, as you mentioned, where things are going to start getting really, really either dicey or very kind of like there's going to be a real gray line coming up that is going to be there's going to be a huge shift in the gaming yeah. industry. I think. I, 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 Ben, let's let's bring you in on the conversation. I, I think it's I think what Kirk is putting down, I'm buying because it's very easy to see. You can read these tea leaves without having green, uh, you know, emerald uh, glasses, and you know, and just being pro Xbox. Sony, well, they held the marketing rights and they still do for Call of Duty. Well, that is going to end. And when that ends, you if you can slap Call of Duty on your Series S, which, again, maybe it drops down to 100, 200 bucks. Maybe they say 229 They go crazy. Maybe Game or GameStop says, hey, trade in your PlayStation 4 for $100 off. Trade in your PlayStation 5 for 200 bucks off. And you're literally walking out the console, uh, walking out with a Series S and uh, uh, and potentially a year of Game Pass and Call of Duty's in there. See, because that's $70 asking. A lot of people, listen, here in the States, right here in New Rochelle, New York, if I go over to my local GameStop, a Sony game is seventy six forty three. That's a lot of money, man, for a one game where I can pay fifteen bucks a month and go get half a year for almost the same price of Game Pass, which includes day and date. Yeah, yeah this all come down to marketing because I think in my mind you've got you've got this massive comparison that Microsoft need to make. So when the new COD comes out and it's on Game Pass and it's also on PlayStation for seventy dollars or seventy pounds in the UK or whatever. They need to have that direct comparison of, yeah, you can walk out the shop today with that game for £70 or for £200, you can have a console and the game and all this stuff. Like £70 to £200, like just over double the price. Yeah. And then or triple, nearly triple the price. But you're, it, they need to make, they need to market that comparison. And that's going to be up to them. If they can do that effectively and 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 really sell the console that way, I think I think it is a no-brainer because the Series S at the moment with Game Pass to us who know about it is a no-brainer. Like if oh, yeah. you don't want to, if you want to get a, a PS5 like I have, but I didn't want to get a Series X as well, then you're talking insane money. But I will buy an S. So yeah. it's it's a, it's a no-brainer console. I mean, it's a it's it's a masterclass uh, in terms of buying Activision 
the casuals, as we said, so much of the market is made up of the casuals at the moment, well, and it and will continue to be. COD is the game of choice for for many. Uh, to to secure that and put that on Game Pass, sure, keep it going on PlayStation for seventy pounds or seventy dollars, whatever. Yeah. that's fine. Mm. But it it it's incredible, and the S is the entry point. The if they just had an X, I'd be like, hmm, okay. But with mm. the S, that that offering is is value gone mad. Yeah, especially look, we we don't need to talk about the world being the world. Uh, gasoline <laughs> or petrol, from where you guys are, yeah. are five dollars a gallon here in New Rochelle. It that's it's ridiculous. It costs me eighty bucks to fill up my my uh, my six cylinder Kia Sorento. Right, like it's. So everything is going up, milk, eggs, cheese, anything. You go to the grocery store, when they have stuff, everything has gone up. Everything that used to be two for five is now two for seven, right? You don't notice these unless you do the shopping. I take care of the household because, unfortunately, Mrs. Boom is still working. I'm retired, so I don't want her to have to do anything. So I, I do the shopping, and it's, 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 it's crazy. Eddie, let's, I want to bring you in on the, 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 the close out this particular topic before we get into grading what Xbox has done next gen. Um, everyone has in, made incredible points, and I think Ben really drove it home with. At some point, there's going to come a, there's going to come a time where Microsoft is is the owner of Call of Duty, and there's going to and there's going to be a point where seventy six uh, uh, forty three here in New Rochelle versus hey, I can get almost five months of Xbox Game Pass for the same price, and for two hundred or two hundred and fifty bucks. I could walk away with a Series S and get three months of Xbox Game Pass for free by just signing up for a dollar. So you're talking about a console and 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 all of this for versus the seventy six forty three for Call of Duty. I I I think, and I said this before, and I'll say it again. I I think Sony is in trouble, uh, and I think they know they're in trouble. Absolutely. I mean, as well. I I don't want to say what all Call of Duty fans are, but I know I know a lot, the majority of Call of Duty fans play only Call of Duty, and there's nothing against them. That's a lot what casual gamers are. I know many FIFA players uh, who i played with for many, many years who only get a console for FIFA. I don't think they're going to be the type to say, well, I am, I've got PlayStations my whole life, so I'm only going to get a PlayStation. Um, and with this price difference, I think every single person, I mean, even in their right mind, even to be fair, even the hardcores like me would change over to Xbox if I had a PlayStation for this. Um, I mean, even with, I don't know what it's like over in the States, but with with if you get a new Xbox, you get, I think it's six months free here. Um, when I bought one, I, I did ask why, and it was because of scalping reasons. It's anti-scalping. It means you have to sign up for it. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I, I think we've been waiting for PlayStation to have an answer for this deal for a long time. And what, what did they buy a few weeks ago, which we were all a bit disappointed with? Oh, they've bought Bungie, haven't they? Um, oh, they bought Bungie, which bought I Bungie. guess is an answer, <laughs> but it's not its not the answer we all wanted. Right. Yeah. And I i suppose there's one thing I would add, because I've seen a few of the comments back there saying that they don't think Sony are in problem. We're not talking about an existential threat. This isn't the end of Sony. Right, but they're going out of business. Just, yeah, let, let, but it's let, the let, fundamental. No, they're the dominant force. Yeah, yeah, it's the fundamental reimagining of the situation that they've got to deal with. Yeah. Because I don't think they saw this coming, and I don't think they've really figured out a way to respond to it in any they're way. They're clamoring, aren't they? The, the, yeah. Well, the thing, the thing, the thing is, like, and I said it, I don't know, a couple of months ago, that I know all of this good stuff is happening with Xbox, but it's about 
tapping into that casual market because actually Sony need to do absolutely nothing and they'll right. still probably win. Like that's <laughs> if, if it were a competition like that, for which it is for those companies, they'll still win unless it's it's in Microsoft's hands, like how they market things, because a lot of the casuals will just continue to buy PlayStation and and that's fine. And that's mm-hmm. and and they're within their rights too and, and that's and that's great. But there is something fantastic out there which would be would well, would appeal to a lot of them. There's one other thing I think we should also bear in mind, which is if anything, Xbox are enlarging the market. That's the biggest thing they're doing with the $99 or pound stick, potentially with the cheaper consoles. More people these days are starting to see gaming as a viable option for their entertainment than ever before. Yes, Um, It's suddenly through Xbox priced well enough that almost anyone can go, yeah, I'll take it. I'll do that. Let's give it a go. So what they've done is instead of going, we're going to cap the existing market share and try and get further up That's in that, they've point. gone, let's yeah. enlarge the market. Let's make this more readily available, more readily yeah, That's accessible. a good point. Yeah, good point. Yeah, you know, and when you increase your market cap, uh, you, in, you when you bring more viewers into whether that be uh, a Disney Plus or a Netflix or a Hulu, you have more engagement. More engagement is people are spending money. And, and specifically, uh, unlike those services... Like the, the the film services, you know, that you are spending per month, but that's all you're spending. Or in some cases, like Paramount Plus, I had I got it for eighty nine bucks for the year. Okay, so I spent ninety bucks. There you go. I'm I'm good for the year. Gaming is a, an entirely different animal because if you look at there was a chart that they released regarding PlayStation and where their bre- their bread is being buttered. And I know that there's a lot of people in the chat right here. We have over 230 people here. Some might say, well, it's their first party offerings. No, unfortunately, it is not. Over 60% is microtransactions. Mm-hmm. So uh, their, their first party, it's, it's a small, I think it was like 15 or 13 or 15%. It was very, very tiny. First party, even though it's important for a lot of people, is not why people buy a PlayStation. They buy it for FIFA. They buy it for Call of Duty. Mm. They buy it for GTA. Yeah. They buy yeah. it for Madden. They buy it for the occasional MCU crossover with Spider-Man, which is first party, but it's not very often. Uh, Wandering Dutch, obviously, is a good friend of mine. He put out, because, uh, you know, the 20 million mark is a conversation that a lot of PlayStation players like to tout. Hey, they have 20 million sellers, which is fantastic. But, folks... Just to paint a a very quick picture before we move on to topic two, there are only three games that hit that mark, and that's it. That's that's it, folks. God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Spider-Man 2018. Miles Morales is closing in, but that's it. Your Last of Us 2, they stopped reporting after 4.5. We know that day is gone. Eight eight million. So it's... We've heard Jim Ryan say it, he, and he specifically said, we can't continue down this path because the PlayStation players are not enough. And he's 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 looking at the he's reading the room, and I think he's onto something, which is why now they have their service. I it's not a service for me because I don't want to play their old games. PlayStation Three different; they have amazing titles. If MotorStorm was in there, I would I would subscribe because MotorStorm mm-hmm. was one of my favorite racers of all time. I mean, that was just brilliant on the PlayStation 3. Um, but for the most part, unless you're giving me day and date, I, I really don't want a part of that conversation. But listen, mm-hmm. everyone has completely knocked it out of the park so far. We're at the 60-minute mark. I want to move on to the next topic. But before we do, I got to thank again. Wow. 
CR Wimpy drops an additional and a very generous $20 super chat and says, I see a lot of people chatting, put, uh, uh, but but not enough people liking and subscribing. Give your love to Boomy deserves it. Uh, uh, love and uh, and live life. Yeah, I, I appreciate the con- uh, the very, very high praise. Um, like I said, listen, the super chats are awesome. That's not why we do this. My wife and I are very, very community-oriented. Uh, we we love you guys, and we like putting out the content. She'll, I don't know if she'll ever be on on camera. I don't, I don't, I'm, I don't hold your breath because you're gonna drop dead. She is behind the scenes, and she does a lot of work that a lot of people don't know about. But she is an integral part of this channel, and uh, we love doing this. We this is why we brought this segment back, and it's, it's all credit to her. She wanted to see this come back because she liked the interaction that I have, and uh, bringing raising people up podcasts up you know content creators up is is something that this channel was built on which is why this will be once a month but uh let, let, let's move on let me just make sure i got no okay join tj drops an additional two dollars super chat and says what if they say 250 uh for the s and 450 for the series x if they do that sony is they're gonna have to respond uh they're gonna have to do some sort of a a, a price drop and I don't know yeah. if they can because they're literally being clobbered by trying to get these chips in. And right now, as we know, the market is these chips are expensive. They, and they they'll are, be scalped as well. You know? Yeah, you know, it's funny. We were talking about that uh, just on primetime gaming. Uh, there was a stat that was out and, and, you know, and floating around on the interwebs where uh, 25%, I think, no, it wasn't 25, maybe 15% of PlayStation 5s weren't even turned on. Uh, yeah. And that was due to the scalpers having garages full yeah. of these things yeah. and selling them for a grand and, and 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 upwards, which is please don't. It's not that serious. You, you know, go buy an S until you can get your PS5. Trust me, you're going to thank me. Do not give these scalpers a thousand dollars for a PlayStation five. It's it's a great console, not worth a thousand dollars. I'm going to tell you that right now. But. Right do want to move on to topic number two ladies and gentlemen and what 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 what, what did i see we, we, the news has been so so let's just say that and you know obviously i have four live shows so i'm probably have talked about something so i wanted to kind of write a new topic for us to, to, to get into and topic number two is going to be the us talking about uh grading the uh, the Xbox and what they've done and everything and, and that includes everything you know social media presence interaction with uh you know with the with the executives which is something they they, they hands down the best in the business you know what have what have they done for first party so far this year it it, it hasn't been a lot so they've been filling Game Pass with thirty th- third party deals and second party deals constantly giving us more games to play and kind of throwing the back, uh, you know, in, in the backlog. And the way we're going to grade this is what has Xbox done for its gamers since the inception of this generation. And that is closing. We're closing in on this November would be two years of the Xbox series X and S. And I'll start first with Pete. Pete, when you look at, when you, when you take a step back and you, and you look at what Microsoft has done, um, you know, we, we can say that maybe their 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 launch lineup for the series X and S wasn't as stout 
as Sony. That's a fact, right? Yeah. I mean, it was, it, we're not poking fun, but it is what it is. Halo was supposed to be there. It wasn't. And, and you know what? We're better for it because 343 had a year to make Halo what it is. And I and I, and I I get it. There's going to be, well, boom, Halo has got no new stuff. I hear yeah. you. And 343 hears you. But you cannot deny that when you when the game came out last December and then the multiplayer launched in November, you were not like, yo, this was crazy. I'm so happy with this. Yep. Right? So it's no battlefield, but yeah. Yeah, no, no. Well, <laughs> obviously, Battlefield Battlefield, according to some of their executives, Battlefield failed because Halo was so good. Yeah. I'm just saying that's what they said. I didn't yeah. say it. Don't kill the messenger. Um, Pete, how would you summarize? what Microsoft has done since inception of this year to, to where we are right now? Oof, I mean, it's a tricky one to measure because obviously we don't need to explain the situation in the world, but it's the first time we've had to make that a major consideration in a new generation of consoles. So obviously compared to what we would have expected at the initial launch, it's been pretty light you know what I mean? They've been unable to get them everywhere. Everyone's been unable to get the consoles everywhere. And even things like Halo Infinite, they had to give themselves a year to get it out. Yep. And yeah, you're right. When that did drop, it was huge. We were playing pretty much every night of the week, I think. <laughs> yeah. um, we even streamed a couple of times, and that was mostly just a continual view of me dying. Um, <laughs> generally on Eddie or Kirk's cam because they're far better at FPS games than I am. Um, I'm a strategy gamer. I, I admit it. I'm a strategy gamer. So... Yeah, I suppose I feel positive about Xbox is where I'd line up with it from this generation onwards. And I think it's because of the moves we're seeing in the background that we've talked about already. But it's also because everything looking forward seems to be positive for them. Yeah. And it seems to be that they're timing it quite well, that even while people can't get the console they want, and even while they're having struggles with some of those games, and they're still having to share the outputs from Bethesda and everything else for obvious reasons, you look into a couple of years in the future and I sit there with my Series X on the TV stand down there, uh, Series S, sorry. And I go, I was gonna say. Yeah, I'm, I'm in a great place. Like yeah. I'm in a really good place for the content as it comes. Um, that said, in 2022 in particular, I would just like to see some more maps in Halo Infinite, please. Yeah, it, it's... <laughs> just some maps. It, it, like. <laughs> well, I know, I know something leaked uh, that, I, that I pulled up. At last Man Standing, or Last Spartan mm. Standing, uh, that leaked. I don't know if you guys got a chance to go to take a look at it. It's not not a topic, but apparently it is. I don't know. Kind of, kind of sounds like uh, you know, it's it's it said big team battle last Spartan standing, which kind of sounds like you would do in a Fortnite or in a in a PUBG, yeah. and and maybe they're not calling it a you know a, a you know a, a, a BT, but you know it it it, it 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 it's it seems that they um. Maybe they're reading the room and, and people want it. Maybe, you know, people want an Apex uh, Apex uh, Legends, you know, kind of of play. And I think they have to evolve with the time. But, yeah, a, a couple of new maps would be nice. Um, and it is it is a little disheartening that they're this far into the release of the game and we have not had that. Uh, but, again, I, I say... Yes, we want the. No one's. I'm not giving an excuse to three, four, three. I'm not saying it's okay for them not to have it. I'm saying that right now, if they had the ability to produce it, it would be here. Let's not let them put out a buggy mess. I remember ages ago when they said 
Um, what did they tweet? Uh, the only BR in our in Halo <laughs> is, is, is the battle rifle. rifle. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And that really upset me because I am I I I I hated COD. Um, and Pete, you were with me until mm. Warzone came out, and I I uh, trucked thousands of hours into that. I, I've always been a PUBG fan. Um, I, I even play in third person, even though I don't like third person games, but. It really upset me because I I like Halo and I thought that kind of game mode would be amazing and oh if they do bring that out then that, that's another that's another thousand hours of my life gone. So yeah, no, I mean you, you know uh, Eddie, you you're onto something with that. Uh, it, it's one of the reasons why Forge not being there kind of hurts because yeah. we have so many uh, incredible creators. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, John from the Xbox era. Obviously, he's out of the UK. Uh, he's he's a professional. He he designs and I, I believe he's testing it right now. He's one of the few because he does do good work. And I, I can only imagine that um, someone in the community would have uh, created a battle royale game for Halo and we would have probably been all playing it. Um, I, I still think that that uh, it, it, as great as it's going to be from a creator or a group of creators once Forge launches. I, I think, and again, this is, could be a whole half-hour topic another time, I think it's a missed opportunity for yeah. uh, 343 to bring in new fans. Like, I'm an old-school Halo 3. That's my favorite Halo of all time. And that was, that was uh, taken over by Halo Infinite's multiplayer. I just thought mm-hmm. it was so, it felt so good. It felt so much like 3 that I couldn't <laughs> get enough of it. Now, it, I didn't finish the Battle Pass because, well... Elden Ring has taken over my life, and you know, before that, it was something <laughs> like else. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I, I, I think it's. It, listen, I get it. There, there are probably a lot of people at three four three that are traditionalists. They want mm. Halo. They don't want the their their chocolate touching their peanut butter. I, I hear you, but the game is not being built for you. It's being built for the community. And if the community is asking for a BR. Uh, you know, like they're getting in other places. I, I think you mm. owe it to yourself and more so the fans to actually double down on saying, hey, we've heard the cries of the people. Let's bring um, let, let, we're going to deliver uh, a, a BR to you. It's one mode. Here you go. But Pete, you know, I, I, I mean, Eddie, I, I do want to bring you into, in on the conversation. I'm coming to roll reverse here because you, you jumped in. Um, where, where, where do you grade Microsoft since inception of this generation? H- have they done enough for you? For me, absolutely. I'm an Xbox fanboy. They get an A star <laughs> every time. Um, look, uh, I, I, I'm be totally honest. I, I'm disappointed with the games. Um, but I remember I was ages ago when I when I got I think I got an Xbox 360 on day one. And I was massively disappointed because the games that came out, I think there was one or two exclusives and, and they were rubbish. And then I didn't see anything for nine months. And I remember my, my mum, who I, I think she got it for me for Christmas, if I'm being totally honest. <laughs> I think she, I remember like six months down the line going, oh, you don't play that much. So I'm like, well, yeah, because there's no, there's no point. But um, yeah, so I'm disappointed on that front. But at the same time, like what they've done with Game Pass, the the amount of money I must have saved on Game Pass, not only on, on PC, yeah. but oh, it, it must be in the 
in the hundreds a year. Um, I used to go, I, I like to cycle through games and find that game that I love playing for a month. And and with Game Pass, you can literally jump on and play a different game every single night until you find that perfect game. So I, I know they've gone down a different route um, and I've been disappointed with the exclusives, but with Game Pass, I mean, I don't think anyone who, who likes Xbox is complaining about that. Yeah, I mean, their their first party offerings. Um, I mean, like yeah. I said last year, they had a lot, and, and the yeah. diversity in that lineup was huge. You know, you had a platformer, you had a first person shooter, yeah. you know, you had a, a simulation in uh, in uh, uh, um, the, the the one with the planes. You also yeah. obviously had a racer in there that was more arcade racer, uh, which mm-hmm. is what you see on the screen. But this is Forza Horizon Four. Um, it's 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 pretty interesting that we are still waiting. But uh, again, I, I, I'm in the camp that they've given me enough to know that when they hit their stride, when 2023 happens, because like I said, we don't know. 2022 is a bit of a mystery right now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have theories that Forza Motorsport is coming, right? We yep. have theories that Redfall, which is was supposed to come out in the summer, is going to come out in potentially December. They need some more time. Mm-hmm. I say give them the time. We have theories that we're not going to see any delays with Starfield, and I don't think Starfield moves. I, I think that they have been so... like They just dropped a, a, a 2 minute and 21 second short yesterday introducing us to one of the uh, people that you're going to have a part of your crew, the robot. Name, backstory, the whole thing. And, and, and you know, I, I think Todd Howard... We're going to be incredibly surprised this June when they show it off, and we're going to see gameplay. Obviously, Deathloop is coming this year. I know a lot of people. A lot of people discount that. Like, oh, it's on PlayStation, so it doesn't matter. Actually, it does matter because there are a lot of Xbox players that didn't play it, and it's going to be an Xbox Game Pass day and date. And that was a high ninety meta, and also a game that was talked about as Game of the Year. It was nominated for Game of the Year. I think it had seven or eight nominations, yeah. so yeah. that's coming to Xbox. So I, I'm mm-hmm. not such a not, not, not a shabby year, but I, I do hear you. I, I think a lot of a lot of fans are asking when we're getting Fable, when we're getting Hellblade, when are we getting Avowed, yeah. when are we getting the Compulsion game that's supposed to be a horror game set in a fantasy world that's like Bioshock meets Uncharted. When are we going to get these? And, and I think a lot of those answers are going to come at their show. Whenever it is, I think we're all assuming that it's going to be in June. Jeff Grubb, who's a friend of this program, said that he believes that it's going to be in June, and it's going to probably be mid-June, which makes a lot of sense. So, I mean, mean, uh, Eddie, I I absolutely hear you that you want – you want what Sony has on Xbox. Everybody does. Everybody wants those over-the-shoulder, story-driven, real-life graphics. And yesterday we saw uh, what Coalition has been working on with Unreal Engine 5 was called The Cavern. If you missed that, definitely get over to the Xbox channel and check it out. It's, I don't know, the short is maybe, I don't know, two minutes. But, man, if that was a game, I'm buying. I'm, I'm all in on that game uh, for sure. But, Ben, let's let's get your, uh, your, your grade and your opinion of what Microsoft has done up until this point. Have they, for you, done everything they need to do, or are they falling short in some areas? Look, I, I think it's it's a relative thing. You've got to look at this relatively. Now, I've got all the consoles, and if I'm brutally honest, my, my favorite console is the Switch. I like mm. handheld gaming is is always my preference. Uh, then 
the other con- the console that I've been playing the most uh, since this gen has kind of started has actually been the PlayStation 5. Um, but the positivity around Xbox outweighs the positivity around PlayStation. Now, PlayStation have had some absolutely awesome games that have come out, the exclusives they've had, even down to the last quarter that we've just seen, like with Horizon Forbidden West, with Gran Turismo, Sifu, Ghostwire. Like, I've, I've bought them all, I've played them all it's it's amazing they're just it's wall to wall but now we're going into that little bit of lull period before god of war and so now the xbox will come more to the fore and and i I definitely do go through periods of playing one then the other but the thing that always pulls me back to game uh to, to xbox is game pass and always i mean even last week we had weird west being released it's just there's always something and what they're doing with that and we know that that's their focus you've got to salute them for that and 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 they and they're progressing it again and again marketing the one thing that i would say is that i think for their their marketing they need to they need to take an approach more like nintendo do with their directs more like sony do with the state of place i think they really need to forget <laughs> the long shows especially for the indie showcases i think yes. they need to make it yeah. more concise nobody like... wants a four-hour twitch stream i tried, <laughs> oh, tried yeah. doing that and i was tapping out at hour two don't do yeah, it yeah it's, it's horrible I, I watched it all and i said during it to my girlfriend i was like who's watching this she's like we are <laughs> honestly the, the the thing with that as well was i watched most of it i then watched the 20 minute summary and then i watched the two minute summary and most of the stuff I remembered came from the two-minute summary. Wow. Absolutely, that tells you a lot. That's saying like, something. It, that's the it was just it was just nonsense. Then they're not good at it, and I think they need to. So I, I think if they they tightened up some of this other stuff, um, we're going to have the exclusives come, and that's the positive thing. You, you, we have Starfield, we have things like that coming. The, the Halo, the Halo, they they got Halo out, and it was an amazing hundred hours, and I got hundred hours of gameplay out of that, and so that obviously is a fantastic. That's a that, that you, to get 100 hours out of anything is amazing. So then to be complaining about it is another thing. But I am one of the complainers as well, saying I need more. But you have every right to do, you have every right to complain, and I say that with confidence because anytime you put a hundred human hours into a thing, whether whatever that is, that means that you appreciate and you are enjoying it. And once you've crossed a certain threshold. They have to deliver. We we can't we can't make excuses. Oh, it's tough. You know, development is tough. You know, go go hang out in your sleep pod for two hours. No, yeah. You 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 got you. I understand crunch. I know that the you know no, Microsoft is against crunch, and I and I applaud them for it. But at the same time, if your if your current dev team can't keep up with it, you got to do one of two things. You either got to say, hey, listen, guys, we we really kind of need to tighten this up, or you need to hire more people to get the job done. I, I I don't think anybody here or anybody in the chat wants to make excuses or more importantly, hear excuses why we don't have new content. But it's a problem because the I mean, I think on Steam, the concurrent player count is between five and 10,000 now. And I know yeah, a lot of it's most players good. are on Xbox, it, it, but yeah. it's dropped down from that quarter of a million down to this. And it, once players leave, hard to they, bring they, them back brother exactly yeah. you know and yeah. and like myself i put 100 hours in i put over 100 hours in and i would play again obviously but you know you're not going in with the same enthusiasm like we were playing it every single night weren't we guys like, yeah we every single night yeah. it was yeah. um it was an insane time and and for that i think xbox has done f- fantastically i love the direction they're on they get a good grade from me like but I, it, it, it's a 
probably B minus set to go to the stars. I think. I think they're they're in a great position to move forward. Yeah, no, I'm great point. Real quick, K Asante, good friend and uh, voice of the Gaming Circle podcast, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturday mornings, drops a five-hour super chat and says, salute to Mr. Boomstick for continuing to showcase interesting new content creators. Thank you for that. He says, 211 active views right now. Hit the like and subscribe button, people. Indeed, I definitely appreciate that. And uh, Kirk, let's get your opinion on this. Obviously, this has been an incredible show. You've heard everyone's opinion, but I want to know yours. Where does Microsoft sit in a, uh, you know, for you personally, since the inception of this generation, which started back in November of 2020? Well, I, um, I acquired the Series X on launch. Uh, so I've been I've been in bed with it since then, and in all honesty, I mean, uh, yeah, it's a weird way for me to put it. Sorry, Eddie. <laughs> I heard that snigger. I heard it. <laughs> um, but um, you know, we've had a lovely relationship. No, it means, it's been, it, means um, it literally. That's the point. Yeah. <laughs> I cradle it. Uh, but it's it's been it's been honestly fantastic. It's so like like the rest of the world when we were in uh, a lockdown um i mean we couldn't go out or anything and that yeah i mean i know other xboxes or, or consoles could do the same thing but that thing literally opened a door for me to play in rocket league on uh, like various nights with my mates and get drunk and do things that we couldn't do normally out in person and right. that that kind of accessibility was just something that i really appreciated then couple that with Game Pass, me being having access to games that I may have seen before but never played them because I couldn't be bothered to spend 30, 40 quid. Uh, getting like knowing that there's going to be new con uh, sorry, new games coming out like like your Halos and Forzas and Gears and all that, just this whole multitude of stuff available at my fingertips for not a lot of money. And then factor in how they've been on social media and they, they sound like they, they come across with like the buddy voice like they're they're your pal they they want to they want to know what you like i mean i even no, have an nobody in the business and i and, and i just want to uh just uh add to your point nobody in the gaming business and i honestly mean this from my heart no one is comparable to microsoft phil oh, spencer that guy is making potentially seven figures a year but still finds a way to say hey jump in my party and play Xbox Live with me. Uh, and, Sarah and Bond, who is an amazing executive, she's following me now on, on Twitter. She has 30 million followers and and, and 247 people she's following. I'm one of those people, only because amazing. of the positivity yeah. that I put out there, which yeah. is is just it's, it's bonkers that happens. But no, Jason Ronald answers me in a DM. Who he, that guy made the Series X, and that guy is talking with me. No one does that but Microsoft. Honestly, the it's the whole it is that whole like kind of pal friend culture that they and like just that all inclusiveness that they that they do, and the fact that they find the time to to speak to their fans and and other creators on platforms and stuff is just insane. And I mean, we we applaud Phil Phil Spencer on our show as well because he's turned the Xbox brand around just like well it hasn't been a snap of a finger but it you know when you look back at it it looks like it has and you know if i was to grade what's what what they've done i can't fault it like there's more to come at the end of the day and i'm just I happy will. that we're part of it yes just this, no. not only yeah. do we lord yeah, phil yeah, spencer by the way um we, not only do we lord phil spencer we occasionally refer to him as daddy phil daddy, 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 quite often daddy, daddy like, I've, I've heard him yeah. uh, represented as phil spender 
It's a good <laughs> yeah. 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 We've seen the memes. We've seen the memes. Yeah, and he he comes off like a bit of a godfather type figure in all of this yeah. stuff. And that's that's a fantastic place to put yourself. So he doesn't come across as like slimy or your your typical suit. Like he does he just mm. it seems like he gets it, which is what, mm. what we we really see that. So mm. yeah. Yeah, no, he's he's a gamer. He's he, yeah. he's yeah. he's one of us, gentlemen. Yeah. Uh th- th- there's no doubt about it. And I gotta correct myself, Sarabond. 30,000 followers, not 30 million. I, I, I misquoted myself. I want to make sure I get it right. But yeah, she's following me still, which is pretty incredible, still, uh, to be very honest. Very much incredible. Yeah. Um, and uh, awesome. look, guys, this has been, I can't believe the 90 minutes is over. I felt like we just, literally just uh, started know, the right? show. But <laughs> yeah. we're here for you guys. That's what we do on these uh, community spotlight uh, bits. And I, 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 I don't care who takes the lead, but I definitely want you guys to sell your brand. I want you to tell everyone where they can check out this incredible group of, of men who talk about video games weekly, where they can find it, how they can find it, and where can they reach out to you on social media to potentially strike up a conversation. So by means, go crazy. Let us know where we can check out the Grumpy Gamers podcast each and every week. Oh, shall I go? Yeah, I think yeah, I think yeah, it was. That's your role. <laughs> <laughs> on the socials guy at the end, right? Um, yeah, well, our, our show, we our show is weekly. It comes out every Wednesday. Um, it's a podcast, so Spotify, um, Google, Apple, anywhere you get your podcast, any app, um, Grumpy Gamers. Um, we're quite it's quite uh, argumentative, I'd say, informative, but ultimately we're a bunch of mates just talking about video games and and having fun so we go through news we go through reviews what's coming out the next week um and we have a feature every week which we try to vary up and do different things so try to keep it keep it fresh and interesting we also have a youtube channel which is grumpy gamers podcast and uh we have twitter which is at grumpy gamers pod where you can speak directly to kirk because he's our twitter guy We are but, all yeah. technically on Twitter. I am the don't only start, one who does. Don't start. I am the Get only your... one who does absolutely nothing. I do have no. an account. I occasionally look at it. it. Branded ones, sorted. Okay, you're on live. <laughs> you're on live. So, 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 Pete, what you're saying is you don't have the blue check mark. I got to get you out of here. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> outrageous. It's outrageous. That is fair. It's entirely fair, to be honest. But yeah, I am the only one who's not on Twitter. So while you'll mostly talk to Kirk, you can also occasionally find Ben or even a Wild Eddie there. No, you know, okay. it's funny because social media uh, it can be a, uh, a land a landmine field for for sure. Uh, but you know, one of the things that I've I, I've learned thanks to Wilmy Hood, who's a huge friend of this show and personal friend of mine, he says don't be a, don't be afraid to use the block and mute button, which is I, I I do. The minute I start hearing anyone that starts saying bots and ponies and stuff, I mute you. Uh, because I yeah. I think it's derogatory. I, you can yeah. love your console, but you don't have to degrade anybody. And we don't do that here on this yeah. program. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be the first episode of Double Barrel Gaming Presents Community Spotlight. And, of course, these are the grumpy gamers from their podcast. Uh, we definitely have a couple of people, good friends of the show, all the way from Hawaii. Uh, Project X Talk says this. I dropped them a sub and a follow want to support fellow podcasters in the community. So there you go. Uh, there's your Much first love. sub, and I'm sure many <laughs> others have subbed. And uh, we look forward to Listen, folks, uh, I'm going to add uh, episode 76 
of their podcast, which I listened to today, to the show notes once this goes video on demand. So you guys can just one click and you're there and you can sub them on Spotify. You can sub them on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and all of your favorite RSS feeds. Um, I want to thank all the Super Chats that have come in. Uh, I do greatly appreciate it because of those generous donations. Uh, my wife and I are able to do giveaways. We do have a big one coming uh, the weekend of Easter. That Breakfast with Boom, we're giving away $300 worth of gift cards, four $50 gift cards, and four $25 gift cards. And guess what? All you got to do is be in the chat when we're live, and we'll let the picker pick its winners. Your choice, Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, wherever you want your gift card, we will provide that to you for the price of Hey, free, and you'll get that digitally delivered. And, of course, I'm going to close out the show, folks, with something that is important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dear old dad taught us when we were kids. And he said, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules. And I can guarantee you you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next month on the newest episode of Double Barrel Gaming Presents. 